Jamil. Hey. Justin. Yes, sir. We are part of the Go Home Heat crew. We are the ones who have elected to be here today. Ray enjoys doing these. However, he does not do them at 9 a.m. We are going to discuss today Roman Reigns, Marlon Brando, Al Pacino, and Jimmy Kahn. Together. Obviously. Obviously. Yes. Yeah. And then we're going to slide into a little bit of what do we think Rollins is doing and if it's a good idea, what are we going to do about, well, not what are we going to do, what are they going to do about Rousey? Is she a problem? Is she okay? What are we doing there? Then we're going to dive into a little bit of the AEW world. Then we're going to talk about what our top five matches of the week were, as I think, and we're going to include last weekend's pay-per-views. And I will say this, if I don't pick your five, or they don't pick your five, there was a ton of great wrestling this last couple of weeks. I mean, we had Shibata wrestling on American television this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a different time. Yeah, of course it was. Of course it was. It's a really good time to be a wrestling fan. We had Vikingo wrestling. Rampage had two of probably the most fun matches of the week. Did you like the Willow match? It was okay. That one was okay, but the the Vikingo, that was as close as you're going to see a true Lucha Lucha League just about outside of Triple A. LW or whatever it is. Mm hmm. Now, it was a Triple A title match. Yes. That's the banger. Uh, it, so we're going to get into all that and more after this. Welcome to Go Home Heat, a wrestling podcast. Here at Go Home Heat, our contributors focus on the stories and character arcs of the live action drama art form. An art form dating back to Zeus, featuring Lincoln and a bear and peeking with Robocop and Sting. In the words of Xavier Woods, the last form of theater in the round. And now... Go home heat. Let's start with the ending of SmackDown. Roman Reigns, I'll kind of go through what happened and then we'll, we'll kind of try to break down why we think whatever we think about it. You know, Roman comes out, he has this huge celebration. Triple H is there. They give him a new belt. First of all, anybody like the new belt? Nobody does. It's ugly. It's, they literally could have just taken the blue belt away and we would have been fine. They did just take the blue belt away and give you one with black jewelry. Is that coal, by the way, or gold? Oh, I mean, a little gold than the other one. That's all they did. (sighs) Just take the blue belt away and just like just hold that one belt and solves all our problems. Or, or we could go back and get an actual good-looking belt. Instead of that ugly ass piece of crap they've been toting around since the spinner belt, the only thing about this belt that's better is its improvement over the spinner belt. That is it. Spinner belt was awful. That was an awful era of wrestling as well, but the spinner belt was awful. Um, Wait, I'll defend that era of wrestling though. Eddie Guerrero was there. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was okay. That that part of life was fine. But 
But now, do you remember if you hated it in that time period? The Spanish? Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I, I thought that that was horrendous. Like, right. I was just like, mm, why are we doing my my son was, you know, I probably bought him one of those. Man, he might have been three. And it, it was kind of cool, you know, you spend... What was funny was it used to be, if Cena's music hit, he'd come running down the hall. I mean, as a three, four, five-year-old. And so if I wanted to round him up, I could just grab his belt and spin it, and, I, and he'd come on. Because if you yell your kid's name, they don't necessarily come running, but, you know, they're on their way. <laughs> I came in your office at Sidelines to complain about the spinner belt at one point. <laughs> that is entirely possible. All right, let's get into this. Roman gets gets the belt put on himself, and he, he tells the entire universe to acknowledge him. And, of course, as he gets rolling along, we hear the Usos music, which we've been told there's no way they're there. Of course they're there. And they come down, and Jimmy's fully in his bag. He tells Roman, look, me kicking you upside the head was what a brother should do for another brother. You shouldn't treat us like you've treated us. He's much better and eloquent about it than I am being right now. Roman thinks that he's got Uso on his side, uh, Solo on his side. Solo winds up saying, you know, you're my chief, they're my brothers. He switches sides. Of course, that leads to the inevitable double swerve where Roman acts like he's going to allow Jimmy and Jay to pressure him into being an Uso instead of being the chief. We'll treat each other equally or whatever. We get the hug, and then we get that you've broken my heart. Yes, Fredo, you broke my heart. Solo Solo gets Jimmy. Jay holds him. Jay's been trying to break the whole thing up the whole time. Roman, Solo go to the top of the ramp. I think you, Justin pointed it out. Paul gives you the key to what will be happening over the next month when he says, what about Jay? As we have seen Jay deal with this turmoil the whole time. It feels like Roman is your Marlon Brando. It feels like Jay is your Al Pacino, struggling from the Godfather series, struggling to be a part of the system and yet knowing the system needs to change. But he has allegiances to Roman. And then Jimmy feels like James Caan, who is the hothead who's willing to go and kind of thinks he ought to be in charge anyway, probably. So that guy's been in charge long enough. It's my time to take over. I don't know who Solo is in the mix on this. I don't think he is in that Godfather mix. But Lord have mercy. Hey, did you love the segment like I love the segment? That was perfect. That was Shakespeare. That was family. That was Greek tragedy. That was Shakespeare. That's classic storytelling. You've got brother versus brother. You've got another brother who you got a question which way he's gonna side. I mean, this that's this is what wrestling is supposed to be. This is what storytelling is. Jamil, is this the best story we've ever gotten in pro wrestling? Most intricate in the last decade, yes. What matches up? Um Probably Dusty versus the horseman. Right. Yeah. Dusty versus the horseman and like the beginning 
for maybe 20 years. And the impressive thing is it's gone so long and it's still good. They have not quite jumped the shark yet. Mm-hmm. They're still putting out good content. The only other one I throw in there with Jamil's is the the original Stone Cold build up and run. Yeah. Such well done storytelling from the you know, passing out from the they're trying to redo it with Cody right now. Mm-hmm. They're not comfortable able to, but they're trying to redo the same plot line with Cody. You know. I pass out, I injured, comes back, that stuff, but even that, three years? That's crazy that they've had this going for three years and there's still story out of it. Yeah, a three-year storyline. I don't know. Freaking Heyman. Right, and Roman. Ready to do? You know who's writing the story. Ro- Roman said, even when I'm not there, I'm working on the scripts, and you know what he meant. Paul and I talk about this all the time, and we come to each other with ideas. And I think early on, a lot of it was Roman, and I think now it is very, like, this feels more Paulish, this aspect to it. But, you know, and the other thing that Cena pointed out in an interview the other day is, these are his words, not mine. I wasn't really able, I wasn't the high tide that lifted all the ships. You know, Cena wasn't that. He was he was great. The guys who were already great were great, you know, during his time. Orton, Edge, people like that. He couldn't make the lesser guys feel more important. And Roman has elevated a Zane. Roman, yeah. what about this story elevates Solo to you, J- Justin. Just how important they've made him feel as the lit, the, as like the. If he fell in line, it was over with. Roman was done. If he sides with Roman, Roman still has a chance to lit to to be the man. He can still maybe break off Jay. He's the linchpin of this whole thing right now. Him. Jay and Jimmy. Roman isn't even the linchpin. Roman is just the story driver. He's not the guy telling the stories as much as he is the guy pushing the story forward by being there. And that's amazing. Like you said about Cena. And I'm not knocking Cena. I don't think, I don't know if he did this on purpose or what, but he finished people. He, he, correct. Correct. Roman and this has elevated all of these guys. K.O., Sammy, Jimmy, Jay. Jimmy looked like a superstar the other night. Yeah, completely. Yeah. I am questioning whether or not I think Jay still needs to be the guy, but I can see uh, I can see at some point Roman walking away and Jimmy and Jay headlining a mania against each other. And Jimmy winning, and I he he's so good on the stick, dude. And he's got bigger too. He, Look at him compared to Roman last night. Uh-huh. It also feels years ago there was a demonstrable physical difference between Roman and them two. Right, right. Jimmy is is bigger now. Right, right. And <laughs> how'd I put it? If you, if you go to work and you feel like 
hey, there's a chance I can get paid more, I can do more, and people will respect me more here. You go in and you work differently. If you go to work, if you if you go on a diet and you look in the mirror and you finally see a little bit of something or somebody walks by you and go, hey, man, have you lost weight? It's a little easier to walk away from the cake next time. That's what I think. Not to, When people wrestled Cena, they knew this is my month, and then I go back to the back of the line. When people get into a program with Roman, they know, well, the ending's probably going to be a little weird, so I'm not going to lose what I gained getting stick time for a month here. Yeah. It'll be up. Am I the only two people before using the, the, the Cena situation? The only two people that that wasn't like a real issue for was Edge and Punk. Well, they were there already. They were there already. There was never a lesser talent that got put on his level. Right? Whereas right now, we're looking at Solo, Jimmy, and Jay, and we don't know who needs to be the next guy. No, any of them could be. And we know Sammy could be the next guy. Definitely. And if, you know, it's it's incredible. Now, I will say we didn't throw in on great storylines I think this is like at number four or five on that list you gave me. And I would I would actually put what we're seeing right now as number one because I think it's more intricate than everything else we've done as wrestling community observed. But I would put the shield in there because it is a story that's still being told. And Hunter, as much as he was the golden shovel, he when he picked someone to elevate, be it Batista, be it Orton, be it Seth. Seth wound up being elevated, and that elevated the other two. When he picked somebody to elevate, it worked, and it wound up being a Hall of Fame career. You know, now could some other guys maybe have had a Hall of Fame career in there? Yeah, yeah, probably sure. Is Jeff Hardy lucky that somebody argued with Hunter when Hunter said he's a drug addict? What are we doing putting a belt on him? Yeah. He's real lucky. Is Kurt Angle lucky that when he said Kurt Angle shouldn't be the champion, he's too small, and Vince McMahon looked at Hunter and said, what would happen if y'all got in a fight? And Hunter said, well, I mean, that's different. And Vince said, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I, yeah, I was just thinking too, man, how this has been such a different sort of run from Nobody has gotten really put down by it. Right. It's been a, it builds everybody. It, you know, like you said, rising tide raises all ships. Mm-hmm. For once, that's actually worked. Right. I know who Solo is in, like, movie lore. He's like, you, you watch a James Bond movie, right? And between... Between Spectre and Bond is Batista. Between, you know, whoever Moonraker was and Bond was Jaws. Solo's that guy in the middle, but, you know, you got to beat me to get to the boss. He's on top without a hat. Yes. Yeah, dude, one of the great characters of all time. I love my job, dude. Yes. Don't 
non-villains were excellent. They were that was wrestling characters, man. Come on. Right. Does anybody else ever cringe when Octopussy is on the list of Bond movies? Yes. Why? Why? I, I don't know what you mean by that. I love you. You know what I mean? You see through all tropes and just embrace everything. I love it. I love it. Okay, a quick roundabout the world thing we're going to get into here as we think about what's going on. Seth Rollins open challenge. Damian Priest. Damian Priest absolutely deserves to have a championship match. A one-off where he loses won't hurt him. This should be great until Rhea gets in there and does whatever. Rhea told Seth he would rue the day. He got her thrown out of that match and put his arm around her last week. Right. Also, Seth Rollins and Roman are fantastic. And so is John Moxley. And they all had multiple man matches last week. And I think this goes back to the Shield as well. When the Shield said, I think it was Moxley said, we knew that our, okay, we're in a six-man tag. It's got to be the best thing on the show. Any, any segment we're in has to be the best thing on the show. And they spent time figuring out how to make tag matches and multiple man matches fit inside the WWE tropes and do unique things. Seth grabbing Dom and throwing him into the ring where the ref wasn't looking so that they would both get thrown out of the match was one of those little tricks that the Shield will do to make a match great. And Seth shows you, man, that he's a different sort of character. Mm-hmm. He's the trickster. Right. He, that, what he embraces from now on. And I think Eddie Guerrero style, yeah. you know, like, but everybody loves me for it because I'm quick and I'm fast and, and I've got a, got a little grin on my face. I'm Han Solo. Right. You know? And the other thing is, like Eddie before him, Seth has put in equity with us. Yes. He's, he's, one, he's one in front of our eyes when we rolled our eyes. He's lost when we thought he should have won. He's, he's helped build the company. At this point... Just do something coolish. It ain't got to be great. Give me a reason to love you, and we will. Because he's put in the work for us. Now, do we like him doing an open challenge? Jamil. Yeah, because, I mean, we've got to have, there's got to be a way to elevate this title. You know, we now, we now have all found out it has absolutely no lineage. Like, he's, he's the first person to win this belt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we got to figure out a way to elevate this title and make it seem important because we all just know it's the constellation prize. But it's got to be important because the other belt is never getting defended except for possibly during the big four. Right, right. I remember one time when Seth was having some problems. He, I think it was the U.S. title run he winds up going on, with get, which lines him up to get another world title run. And that winds up, I think the, the high point of that was they had the gauntlet match and he stays in the ring for an hour. Vince, Vince asks Seth backstage, what's wrong with Seth Rollins? Where's the guy I used to know? And Seth said, Vince, just let me wrestle. You want to elevate a title with Seth Rollins. Just let him wrestle. Mm -hmm. That's it. Give him a murderer's run. Give him a bunch of great 
Mm -hmm. And have great matches with them, and your belt will become great by default. And I'll say this. One thing that Triple H seems to get way better than anybody else ever got was a hero is only as good as his rogues gallery. Yes. Villain only as good as the heroes he competes against. If you bury your opponents, then you don't look good beating them. Then you can look great in comparison because I overcame greatness. With Seth, they can do that with these open challenges. You know, give him, you know, he's got such a great history. Right. But elevating some of those people that can be his, you know, his opponents, so that that, by default, makes them belt. Damian Priest is a great example. He's on a great run. He elevates that to compete with him in there. And I also feel like, of course, this is like the eventual we get self versus fan for the belt at either Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. Um, I'm leaning more towards SummerSlam because I feel like I feel like they're not going to put like a major championship match on Money in the Bank. I feel like the, the spotlight is literally going to be Money in the Bank. And, and so with, you know, SummerSlam, I feel like it's it's self and it's self and fan, and then um, possibly Roman and Jimmy or Roman and uh, Solo. I know that self and fan is going to be a, a really great match, and I feel like this open challenge is kind of like the build up. Do you save the demon, or do you go ahead and pull the trigger on the demon at SummerSlam just so you can get both entrances? No, save it. Because if the demon loses again, it kind of looks trash. What if God stops the demon? Shawn Michaels is going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> Unloosening the top turnbuckle, or loosening the top turnbuckle, Shawn Michaels, a.k.a. G-O-D. HBK. Apologies. Okay, Ripley was there. There has been comment on the IWC, which basically is... Why isn't she involved in the women's division if she's the women's champ? What do we think about that? I, I talked about it with Ray. I'm bringing this up because Ray was the one who brought it to me a little bit. Not that he hates it, but he's like, people wonder why does a woman have to wrestle men to seem important or go against men to seem important in that manner? And I said, I hear you, and I kind of get what you're saying, but... I kind of want to see her win the men's money in the bank and beat Roman. So, I don't know. <laughs> what do y'all think? Do you like what she's doing? I do. She's playing the China role. I do, too. I do, too. Jamil. Yeah. Um. So, I think in, in our group chats and other conversations, we've all had this conversation around the fact that um, got their break. Gunther breaks the IC record September the 8th. That's, that's the date. September either the 6th or the 8th. I forget which one it is. But I know like the raw before that is like September the 4th. But like September the 6th or the 8th is when he breaks the record. I would venture to say that once he breaks the record, the next like major like pay-per-view where he could wrestle in a match or they may save it for the Royal Rumble. Um, Rhea probably 
Wow. Wow. Infuriating the IWC. Half of them. The other half will love it. I, I, I kind of love it. But here's my thing. And this is what I said. I said, look. If you if you want her interacting with the women's division more, if that's what people want, I don't have a problem with that. But don't take her screen time with them either. Just give her more screen time right now. She's doing fine. She's she's my favorite part of Judgment Day's matches. She is fully engaged at every... How many times do you see a manager or whatever out there and they'll get engaged when it's their turn to be in the spotlight? But the rest of the time, they're just kind of standing there. Every moment she's invested out there. Out there playing the crowd, hyping them up, yelling at kids. Yeah. It's the it's perfect right now. If you want to give her if if she needs to be interacting with the other women in the division, absolutely give her ten more minutes. She ain't Chris Jericho. I'm not looking for her to have less screen time right now. She's more like Chris Jericho, the Ayatollah Rock and Roller, which I didn't mind how much screen time he got. Right. Okay. Now, women's tag division. Rousey says, I want to defend these belts on all both shows, but you know, the way they book this division, it sucks. I'm paraphrasing, but what do we think about that? And in respect to the belts, she's right. I'm not yeah, and only that, I can't argue with her there. I don't know if she's the solution to that problem, but she is sure as hell right. Absolutely. Jamil? Former Blade. And she is she is on point with every, with everything that she is saying. I don't know if her and Shayna are the solution to making the tag titles relevant because if you because I mean the first tag women's tag champs was Bailey and Sasha Banks. And if they couldn't make it relevant, I don't know who can. So well, but they were dealing with a much more terrible headwind against them called Vince McMahon, who thought these belts were stupid and didn't know why they were on the show in the first place. Probably didn't have women's tag team champions at certain points. So that's my only hope, is that now you've got somebody there who cares enough about women's wrestling to give this a shot. Baszler, Mark, so I'm going to be on for her even, even more than Rousey anyway. So. Can you do a John Laurinaitis impression real quick? I mean, I don't know if I can. He's a very hard man. Pinned down. <laughs> Brilliant, hard. Putting the con to one box. Two boxes, right? Okay, quickly. Punk returns. We got the announcement from Tony Khan. What do we think? Is this good for AEW, bad for AEW? Do we care? Jamil. But the ratings are going to be up the first two months. And, and Collision is going to have better ratings than Dynamite. Right. What What do you think, Justin? I think he's right. I'm going to push him. I, Punk hasn't burned everybody out yet. It could, if he... If he if it gets into a petulant child thing going this time, he might. But I don't know. Again, I don't know who's in the wrong. I haven't been in the back with this stuff. I don't know who's acting crazy. I'll have to wait to the uh, behind the 
behind-the-scenes documentary that comes out later. I know who's uh, wrong. Punk is old, he's tired, and he's dealing with children. And I think that Kenny Omega did, did not grab Larry and run that dog into another room to protect it. I think he was trying to abscond that dog. He was going to steal it. Yeah. And then he, then he looked at that grill and was like, no, nah, I'm giving it back. Larry is one ugly dog. Yes. <laughs> what, what are the odds Don Callis was involved with trying to steal that dog? I don't know, but the Don Callis heat right now. Oh, man. you imagine Callis was was managing Dominic? That that'd be the greatest heat collision in the history of wrestling. True Latino heat. Hey, is are we getting the Golden Lovers on yes. a, AEW television? Yes. We we are, and we're excited. Yeah, especially especially with the recent announcement of Brian Danielson versus Okada. Yeah. Then that's not who we now know that that's not who Kenny Omega went to the other country. That's not Canada for. Okay, so he's so he's going to come back with whom? Kota Ibushi. <laughs> and Kota's going to shoot himself in the face with fireworks. Is, is it possible that Kota completely no sells everything everybody does when he comes out? Of course it is. Jay White, are we okay with the way he's being booked? Anybody they brought in, really, yeah. except Punk. That's true. Put him. I just mean they brought in a lot of good people, but they've all had to kind of start somewhere. Shoehorned mm. them into the middle up most of the time, or if they did, they got out real quick and had to start back over. Again. Right. I don't. Here's the thing about you. I, I don't love what they've done so far with him. However, there's a there's considering how many storylines feel important on the show. It's kind of hard to say he needs something bigger when it feels like he may wind up. They they emphasize the tag title more than other companies do. And so yeah. for him to be in a situation where he may be getting a tag title or at least a series of matches in that division for tag titles, it's not like he's being belittled. He's not getting the not getting the Andrade treatment, right? Where, oh, my guy's not on my television set anymore. He's just... And the other thing is, the neat thing is, we're seeing a little different side of Jay as he'll do funny stuff. Yeah. Well, you're out there with Juice Robinson, dude. Who's a clown? Love him. Stuff together with him, dude. He's hilarious. I love Juice, man. <laughs> with the, uh, the quarter... The quarter hand... Uh, Blackjack there. Top five matches of the week. Oh, okay. Uh, in no particular order, because I don't, I'm not going to rank them. I'm just going to say Matt, five, the five matches I probably enjoyed the most. If we're going back to the last pay-per-view, you got to have the Sammy KO uh, in the Usos. That was spectacular. The Kingo, Commander, and uh, who's the third? Drillistico? I'm blanking. Jamil, go. Alright, so Triple A championship match. Yes. Um 
Roman and Solo versus KO and the the other guy. Um, second AJ Styles. Um, yeah. Uh, even though I, I I really don't feel like that should have started pay per view, but that 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 happened. Um. Um. Osprey and right. That was very good. Yeah, yeah. And um, honestly, I I liked um, I liked the whole Jay Cargill Tara going into going into Chris Statlander being being the champ. If you count that as one match, which it's one segment, so yeah. that's fine. That's what you thought? Okay. I, man, I, And then, honestly, I also got to throw in the, the Pillars match. Right. The Pillars match was the best match of the entire, of, of both pay-per-views. Yeah. Yeah. I have Dragunov Dajakovic as my match of the week. KO, like you guys said, KO, Solo, Sammy, Roman. Wonderful. AJ Seth, I had in there. It would have been fifth on my thing if I was ranking them. Four Pillars would have been third. And Mello versus Brunson, uh, Bronson would have been uh, the other one. They were fantastic. Braun Breaker, not Bronson. Braun Breaker, as a heel, is so incredibly different than Braun Breaker as a face. And every move he makes in the ring is with impact. And it looks like when he throws you on the ground, it looks like, oh, your shoulders should, should separate. Oh, that should tear your hip out. You know, it, it, he is really, really good as an explosive linebacker style of athlete. He did a, he, you know, he jumped to the top rope and did the Frankensteiner. Which, I mean, he's a little thick to be that coordinated to do that. And Mello, I don't know, you know, he's on that short list. I mean, I don't know how short it is nowadays because there's so many great wrestlers in the world. But he's he's incredible. And he did a springboard and got hit with a spear. And uh, I cannot imagine how bad that hurt. And the level of trust you must have in your competitor to do that. Hey, guys, we got a wrap. Um, Thank you so much for what we did here today. Guys, where can you find Jamil? Jamil, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Jamal Still, J-A-M-A-L-S-T-E-L-E. At Jamal Steel. Um, and as always, straight chart. Awesome. Justin cannot be found anywhere. I'm at uh, Go Home Heat 1. I'm at uh, Perk Daddy 16 on the Twitter machine. Like, subscribe, interact with us on those in those spots. Thank you so much for listening to Go Home Heat. Check out our friends at the Game Project, the GINN Project.com. Check out our friends at the Daily Smart. Your one-stop shop for all things pro wrestling and 